0: So, I want you to picture this. It's uh, fall of 2005, and there's a 22-year-old neo-hippie stoner sitting in a computer lab, surfing the internet, looking for a pet chameleon. And he gets on the phone, and he calls his girlfriend, and he says, Hey, honey, let's open a reptile store. And she says, Yeah, let's open a reptile store. Would (laughs) Would you ever think that that would work?
1: It possibly yeah. yeah
0: well it did so that that's the story of that that is literally the defining moment of how Tide iguana came to be so uh i'm matt
1: and i'm bill
0: <laughs> and this is tdi live at least that's the name we're gonna rock for now so um some new happenings going on at Tide iguana uh we are expanding into live plants we've got a pretty big selection going on out there um, come in and check them out. If you haven't checked them out, we are not shipping these live plants yet, but we do have some pretty fun stuff. And uh, if you're listening to this, you are listening to episode one of TDI Live, our inaugural podcast. So this is something that's been in the works for how long, Bill? About 10 years?
1: Yeah, I Maybe. would say at least that. Because we kind of was going to do uh, care sheet videos and stuff and then kind of morph into the, uh, the podcast thing. And it just never transpired, and, you know, there's projects here that have very, I would say, much more precedence than other things. <laughs> but now it's it's kind of, you know, we're kind of being able to do this, which is kind of cool. I'm not really a social media whore, but, I mean, <laughs> I think it's neat. I, I do YouTube videos, but the YouTube videos very, very seldom is reptile-related.
0: You're a YouTuber. So Landon tried to launch a YouTube channel for a while. He called it Behind TDI, and it was supposed to be like all about our family. I think it lasted like three episodes. Music like, man, this is a lot
1: of work. Oh, it is. <clears throat>
0: yeah, I was like, well, that's what I pay Heather to do.
1: And see, I don't like the videos I do. I don't edit them. I just, I just do them on my phone, and I'll upload them, and I'll watch the video, and I'm like, okay, that sounds good, that looks good, and I'll just post it. But I'm not, I'm not computer savvy because I'm. Kind of ancient <laughs> in the years. But, uh, yeah, A lot of people here don't
0: know who you are. You're a behind-the-scenes guy. Yeah. Some and of kinda, our early people.
1: I kind of like it that way. The OGs. Yep. You know, Bill, I like it that way. Bill
0: came on in 2007 and has been with us pretty much since day one.
1: Yeah, it was... I started a month before your one-year anniversary.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you've been here for a minute. We've been through some shit together, that's for sure.
1: Yep, we went... I remember lizard man when you had him here and three times we had the lizard when we had lizard man and then we had the bug chef and
0: a uh, twenty dollar body piercing in the yeah. break room that yep. everybody I got infections do body from <laughs> piercing
1: and, and <laughs> well you didn't do the
0: body piercing but no not that particular event you tattooed me in the break room yes so yeah but uh yeah so we got a, a couple things to talk about today uh let's start with some reptile industry news you know what's what's going on in the world of the reptile industry and you seem to know a little bit more about this, but apparently we have an interesting situation regarding a crocodile and a human being. Or can, yeah. Can you appar-
1: elaborate? Yeah, apparently there was okay. There's a crocodile farm in Australia, and apparently two extremely large crocodiles got in a fight. Well, one apparently died from its injuries. Well, I guess they cut it open and they found a a metal plate that would say be you know, like, if if a person breaks a leg or an arm and they have to, you know, put a metal plate and screw it, they found that in the crocodile, but it's like, there's kind of a few questions, it's like, okay, well, if this croc was at a croc farm, you know, when did this piece of metal from a human, you know, get into its gut or intestines or wherever part of the body they found it, but, um, you know, did they catch it when did they catch the croc in the in the wild when it was younger or or what? But I would think if it was at, you know, say a long term resident at the croc farm, I think that they would have known if somebody got eight. Like one <laughs> of the people that worked there was came up missing. But in Australia there's a lot of you know, since most of their, I would say all of their animals are protected. Um, don't they, mind the background
0: noise, by the way. We've got a delivery coming in the back door. It never stops around here, so you yeah. guys can hear that.
1: Well, but, so, um, so
0: they have no idea how long this orthopedic plate has been in its stomach, that, basically. I don't think so, So no. it could have been prior to them bringing it into captivity. Correct.
1: That's the only thing I can think of.
0: Or possibly... Um, Possibly somebody fed somebody yeah, maybe that's, to the crocodile.
1: maybe they feed cadavers to the crocodiles. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe maybe like the unclaimed bodies at the morgue, they just take them over to the croc farm and that's how they feed their crocs. Who so do you knows? think
0: a, a croc would be, do you think that would be a good way to dispose of a body? Like if you if you killed somebody and you had to get rid of the body. You've seen Snatch, right? With the whole pig farm thing. and No, but I've, I've
1: heard of pigs eating people and leaving very little because yeah. they'll eat the bone too yeah they
0: said uh in snatch bricktop said that as long as you pull the teeth and shave the heads of the victim it'll work so yeah i wonder if uh if you could dispose of a body the same way using a croc
1: i would say yes because
0: um, they'll eat well they, they'll eat something dead because they drown oh yeah. their food oh yeah and, they
1: they'll eat yeah they'll they'll scavenge so. i would say yes you know i mean if they i think they would i don't know I think that they would digest the bones and everything, and especially if it was I mean, most reptiles way do. out, especially in Australia. I mean, there's places that they people digest just bones don't better know. in Australia. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it's you know the southern hemisphere.
0: You know, it's the bullets like, run backwards. Yeah, their digestive system runs backwards. They <laughs> yeah. they swallow the human through their ass and yeah, <laughs>
1: and they vomit it up.
0: So, uh, I don't know. It's awfully interesting. It's uh, kind of an interesting surprise. I think. Yeah, to find they didn't
1: that. really. They didn't give a whole lot of information, just like bits and pieces. It just makes you wonder. Um, and they didn't say if it, if the plate would have been like from a, a younger person or a child or an adult. But it just, I think it just said, you know, a human. Just but said I'll, yeah,
0: it was an orthopedic surgical yeah, plate. Yeah. So uh, beware of uh, beware of he who owns a crocodile farm. Yes. <laughs> All right. So so world news, and this is a touchy subject. So we're not going to stay on the subject, but. Uh, you know, obviously there was uh, another shooting, and I don't think that's necessarily a topic we want to get into. However, we can piggyback on it, and uh, I want to talk about uh, violence in video games bleeding over to um, to real life. So uh, that's, you know, kind of, I think that video games get blamed a lot for violence. Um, do you feel like violence in a video game can necessarily contribute to an individual becoming violent later on in life? Or do you think that's all in their head and just an excuse?
1: I think possibly some people, because I mean, some people, um, because it seems like a lot of these, you know, shooters are on psychotropics, you know, they have therapists, and I mean, there's all kinds of rabbit holes you can go down, but I think for the most part, the most population, they can discern that, hey, this is a game, nothing nothing wrong with it i never really got into video games i kind of oh, yeah did. when you
0: were born i mean you guys well had... yeah
1: we had pong
0: <laughs> yeah you didn't even have a video game when you were born no no
1: <laughs> and uh but i did play you didn't even like have TV. the playstation one and two when it kind of came out so i guess that was like late 90s or whatever but i did get into the resident evil games and it's all basically shooting and killing zombies and
0: did you ever play you know, grand theft auto
1: uh, very little. Oh dude, you're missing out. Yeah. So,
0: I got into GTA with GTA 1, which was like an overhead. Yeah. And um I think a Grand Theft Auto is kind of the definition of violence in video games, especially translating it to real-world violence because I mean, you do just that. You can literally shoot people on the street. You, you can run over them. Yeah, you can beat them up and take their money. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the some of the missions you have to go on kind of relay around that. And so yeah, I guess the ultimate question is, you know, can people separate that or do they want to make it reality? And I think the only time I've ever wanted to make it reality is when I'm driving down the interstate and notice some form of ramp to the side. Because in GTA, you would hit that ramp and you would yeah. get extra
1: points. Or somebody and. going slow on in the <laughs> fast lane.
0: And it's uh, it's tempting to sometimes drive your car off a ramp when you see something like that.
1: I always thought that I would make this thing. It'd be like a big like pancake flipper, like a spatula <laughs> that come out the front of your car and just go underneath the car in front of you and just flip it out of your way, and then you can just. Do the speed limit in the in the fast lane?
0: You know, I saw this video of this cop that was uh, basically pulling people over out of the fast lane that were driving slow in the fast lane. Yeah, he'd get behind them, flip the light on, pull them over, and then keep going.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, that's happened. And in it'll, there's some states that um, they have, you know, the the far left lane is for commuters only, and you have to have, I guess, more than one person oh, the in carpool the car. Lane. Yeah, carpool lane. And uh, does that work? But if you're I, pregnant? I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> there this was a while back but i remember seeing something just kind of out of obscure but apparently some guy got pulled over he had a dummy in the front seat and it was all dressed up looked like a person apparently they 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 caught him and gave him a ticket for it
0: because he wanted to be in the carpool lane yep because he
1: wanted to because that that lane is usually you know fairly traffic free you know depending but you know, I don't know. We don't, I don't think we have that here.
0: No, we have the, uh, on 70, we've got that express lane. Yes. That never seems to switch directions. No, it
1: don't. It, yeah. I, when I used to work at the factory, you know, years ago, um, they I used to go on it, but it was, it's weird when they open that and it Well, you get some asshole that way. gets in
0: there doing like 55, and it's a single lane, and it seems like anytime I've gotten in the express lane, there's always that fool. Yep. And it just... Like defeats the purpose. It's like yeah. I'd be better off out there with everyone else, where I could weave around and yeah. Actually and the get thing somewhere.
1: is, it travels pretty far. There's really no exit ramps to get off. No, once you know, you're on, you're once on. Once you're on, you're on, and it's pretty much almost uh, from downtown to I, don't know I would say maybe about five or six miles from the airport. It's, oh, it's yeah, pretty does long. Go pretty far. It's pretty long. It's pretty long. But um,
0: so it stops short of 170. Yeah, obviously. Yep. Ah, oh, St. Louis. So, uh, yeah, I don't think video games really contribute to violence. No, much. I, I think people and, are just crazy. Yeah, it's and honestly,
1: I think it depends on the person. Some people can't discern fantasy from reality, and that's honestly that's not something new. That's not. I mean, that's something that's been happening before video games were ever around
0: so uh speaking of crazy people uh bill you tend to be a little bit of a conspiracy nut Hmm. and i know some of uh i like to give you a hard time not that i don't buy into some of your stuff uh some some of it i think is crazy some of it i don't but um i don't know what's what's new in the world of conspiracy that uh that you think would be interesting to to inform the public
1: about well
0: Maybe not new, but what's yeah some what's of on the stuff
1: that I you know
0: yeah you're into some pretty edgy stuff
1: yeah and some of the rabbit holes that I've gone down it's it's pretty dark stuff and I'm just I mean it's... well you were talking
0: about an orb cleaning up a chemtrail
1: yes um, so what, tell the, us about
0: chemtrails what are what are chemtrails chemtrails are In,
1: basically upper stratosphere spraying of different chemicals basically titanium dioxide aluminum dioxide barium and other chemicals and it slowly dissipates down to the earth, and it basically covers food that you eat, and and it, it, there's more, a lot more research on it. There's one website that goes into it in pretty in-depth. It's Bye Bye Blue Skies, um, and I haven't been on there very much, but I mean, you can tell the difference between a condensation trail and a chemical trail, because the chemical trails, they last for several hours sometimes, you know. I mean, they might... Dissipate, take a day or two to dissipate. But the con, you know, the condensation trails. If you're watching a plane, and the trail behind it is dissipating fairly quick, then that's mainly condensation. But, so I knew
0: a, I knew a guy when I worked at uh, the Y. He was an older guy, and uh, he told me that during Nam, he was uh, spraying chemtrails. But he was like sworn to secrecy and all this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, they sprayed a lot of Agent Orange. Told me this? Back yeah. then, it was a plant defolier, and uh, he said
0: he was spraying chemtrails up in the atmosphere.
1: Yeah, I could so. believe it because they actually—I mean, this is reported on some of the government websites and stuff. But they used to—they did uh, weather warfare in Nam. They would cause it to rain, and supposedly it made the North Vietnamese. Uh, Made it more difficult to get supplies from China and the other countries, because basically it's all jungle and stuff.
0: There's a game called uh, Red Alert that I used to play, Command and Conquer Red Alert, and you could do uh, weather warfare, and it was really cool. You could build these bases, and you could do, like, mind
1: control. Well, and then there's Harp. That's pretty much, I mean, that's not a secret, and they just beam, I think it's microwaves up into the atmosphere, and... And, uh, so tell
0: me about this orb with the chem- so there was an orb that was photographed cleaning up a chemtrail behind it
1: yes, it was a video that uh one of the guys at work here he was showing me and this it was like a glowing orb and it was right in the middle of a chemtrail and you could see the chemtrail um, basically dissipating as it you know it just kept you know going away and going away and it was only. I don't know. I think the video was less than a minute, so it was pretty quick. But it was really, it was really, it was really wild. And then there was another video he said, and I I didn't see this video, but he said there was another orb, pretty much kind of the same one. It was like a glowing orb, that it was uh, basically shooting part particles, I guess, of the chemtrail, and it was it was dissipating them. But I've heard that the chemtrails have not completely stopped. But I know in this area. I haven't seen them for several weeks, but it's, you know, I mean, who's doing it? I mean, I think there's a nefarious part of the government that's, you know, not really talked about. And You mean
0: you don't trust your government, Bill? No.
1: no. <laughs> I don't know too many people nowadays that do. I mean, they've...
0: So when I was on city council in O'Fallon, I remember... Uh, that was said once at a city council meeting. Um, somebody on the council told the people, they said, you just have to trust your government. And everybody in there started laughing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was the butt of that joke because I was sitting up there with the council when that was said. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, this is awkward. Trust your government. Yeah. Although uh, we never did anything shady Yeah. at the city council level for sure.
1: Well, the thing is, you know, a lot of politicians, and it, this has been going on forever, they tell the people what they want to hear. Oh, yeah. And then when they get in office, then they do completely op- the opposite.
0: And, yeah, it seems to be the way it
1: goes. And there's a whole lot of corruption, you know, money changing hands. And, I mean, it's, I mean, I think most people know this, but, I mean, this information is all over the Internet.
0: So, uh chemtrails, man. I don't know. Yeah. Fact or fiction?
1: Well, there was one other story that I heard, and this was from one of the guys that used to spray. And uh, he said one of their sayings was spray them and barium and barium is one of the toxic chemicals that they they spray Ah, a play on words yeah exactly (laughs) spray them and barium
0: or maybe he meant bury them and it was just ironic yeah rhymed with barium yep so speaking of rhyming got a little game so uh those of you that know me know i like to be a little edgy so the the moral of this game is to keep it PG rated, but I've got a few words, and we're gonna see what we can find that rhymes with some of these words. So, uh, keeping it PG, rela- uh, PG rated, um, let's start with the word duck. <laughs> what rhymes with duck? Cluck, truck, suck, truck. <laughs> um, puck. Puck rhymes with duck. That's yep, a PG that's a, rated word.
1: That is the the thing that the hockey players. Around,
0: yeah, well, it could be more than that. Like, we sell those little pucks of Eco Earth. Oh, that's out right. on the floor, that's those
1: right. hermit crab pucks. Yep. Um, and I think there's uh, those uh, Nuck. jiffy pot things. <laughs> yeah, the is that, yeah, those could be called a puck. Yeah, those little like peat, peat, yeah, pucks. Peat, peat, peat. peat pellets. Peat, peat, pucks. All
0: right, um, peat pellets. Either one, what about itch? <laughs> you have anything that rhymes with itch? Bitch. <laughs> I said PG right Well, if, bitch is a female dog. All right. Touche. Itch was a bad one. You went right for the gold. Um, runt.
1: <laughs> oh boy. What
0: rhymes with runt? Stunt. Stunt. That was, Stunt, yeah, that was, that was my first one. Stunt. Shunt. Runt. Well, runt. Runt is the. the oh, word. yeah. Duh. Runt ru- does rhyme with runt. Shunt. Punt. Short,
1: short-term memory, memory. You could
0: loss. punt the ball in yes. football. I know you're a football fan. No. <laughs> what about uh? What about sick? what rhymes with sick stick kind of rhymes with sick flick flick pick rick um,
1: man i don't know
0: i got you on that one yeah all right i won't give <laughs> it shouldn't surprise you i picked those words <laughs> and you took uh, you took the bait on itch all wow. right well that, that'll wrap up that game so uh this will wrap up our, our first ever episode of TDI Live. Um, we'll be recording these every Wednesday, releasing them to you on Friday. Um, we're just kind of making this up as we go along. So if there's a, a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, send us an email to admin at the com. You can Facebook us. Um, you could call up here and leave a message, but I would say Facebook or email for sure. Uh, anything you want to leave everyone with, Bill?
1: No, just... I mean, if, if we find something interesting, try to do a little bit more research on it. Like the crocodile thing, that there wasn't a lot of information. It's very interesting. Um, there are a few other ones that, you know, stories that we might do in the future.
0: Like open season on green iguanas? Yeah, like open season
1: <laughs> on green iguanas in Florida because they're an invasive species. They have open
0: season on Burmese too, don't they? Burmese pythons? Yeah, pretty much. Pythons, yeah,
1: Pretty much. And I heard there's uh, populations of water monitors down there and... Different types of tegus. It's
0: like Rocco from uh, Boondock Saints.
1: We could kill everybody. Yeah. Well, and it's like you go fishing down there, you catch all kinds of fish that are found in South America and Central America. Yeah. And you.
0: Good old pet you, trade.
1: Yeah, I seen one video where they were catching clown knives out of a pond. Huh. It was very. It was. It was kind of cool, but it's like, man,
0: yeah, people don't. Not from Florida.
1: Don't dump your wildlife or your pets that you don't want. I mean. We take them. We take unwanted animals. And, you know, if we're possible to take them, maybe yeah, we can't take we don't take, take crocodiles. Everything. No crocodiles, <laughs> nothing venomous, um, mostly nothing over six And we six digress. Foot. <laughs> and, yeah, and here we go with another podcast.
0: Yeah, exactly, podcast episode two on episode one. <laughs> it's episode 1A. All right, well, we'll wrap it up, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.
1: Y'all take care. Wicked black like and